0: Hello and welcome to the Mind Money Soul podcast. I am your host Laura Ann Moore. I'm a money and mindset coach and financial well-being speaker and my mission is to help you feel good about money and learn how to use money as a tool to live your best life and work towards financial freedom, whatever that means to you. Every week, I explore the emotional, practical, and spiritual sides of money. So, if you're ready to get financially confident, grow your money, and achieve your big life goals, then you're in the right place. Change your mindset, grow your money, feed your soul. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Mind, Money, Soul. And seeing as it is the last Wednesday of the month, we are doing a money hotline, and I am answering the question of how much should I be investing? Now, technically, this is a trick question because whenever the word should is involved, I'm always like, we need to look at this a little bit closer because personal finance is personal. There is no right or wrong. There is no one right or wrong way to do things. And it looks different for everybody. So how much you should be investing is going to look different from how much your friends, your family, your partner should be investing but of course there are some things to think about when it comes to this so the first thing is about affordability how much can you actually afford to invest right now Now, again, that's subjective because it's down to you to figure out what spending is a necessity on necessary and what is a luxury. What can you spend money? What shouldn't you spend money on? And somebody else in your same position would probably be able to give up different things or would spend more than you. And it's all subjective. So you have to work out what your own non-negotiables are. Even with your financial commitments and your fixed expenses, some of them are still wants and not needs. For example, rent and mortgage, that's a need. Netflix and Sky, that is a want. It's okay to say, no, I definitely still want them. They bring me so much joy. You know, I, sitting down and watching telly in the evening brings me so much joy. I work in telly and I need to watch telly. Like whatever, this is not a judgment of like, you could literally cut out your Netflix and invest an extra 10 pounds. No, it's really understanding, like, how do I feel about my money? What is the things that I want to hold on to? So even if something is a financial commitment, you can still get out of it, obviously, unless you're in a contract. But you need to basically figure out where am I spending money? And how do I feel about this? Like, if you look at your money, and you're like, right, I spend 30 pound a week on coffee, that feels good for me, but I actually spend £40 a week on takeaways. I don't really need to do that. Like me and my housemates have decided that we are going to rein it on, rain it on, rein it in on the takeaways, and we're going to try and make all of the takeaways at home. We're going to do fakeaways because we actually only get takeaways for convenience. When we don't have food in, we can't be bothered to cook. It's been a long week. Like Yeah, we like the taste of it. But we also like the taste of our own homemade cooking anyway. It's just that we're being lazy. So we're going to try and put things in place to save that money. Whereas coffee and matcha lattes, you ain't going to catch me cutting them out, darlings. Not a chance. So when you've had a look at your spending and you know what you've got coming in and what you've got going out and what for you are like non-negotiables, what for you are like you're happy to compromise on, you can see how much you have left over for saving and investing. Now, the key thing here is if you try to invest too much of what you've got and you're like, you know, let's say you've got £600 left over the month to save, spend and invest. And you put like £200 towards spending and you're like, I'm going to invest 400 And you're going to really try and like put too much away. And you're only giving yourself a little bit to spend. You still need to be realistic. As lovely as it would be to like put a huge portion of your paycheck away. You also have to be realistic about how you live your life and your current relationship with money. Because if suddenly you just switch it up and you throw yourself in at the deep end, it can be too much. It's a little bit like dieting. If you go, oh my God, I've been a, like a fat little piggy and I've just been eating loads and I'd feel really sluggish and I haven't been exercising and you do an absolute overhaul and suddenly you want to go to the gym five times a week and you want to cut out all carbs and you've got to drink... 10 bazillion gallons of water and you're not going to drink alcohol, you might be able to do that for a couple of weeks, but at some point you're going to break because your body and your brain is not used to it. Whereas if you introduce it slowly and you're like, okay, I'll do three gym sessions and I'll try and drink two liters of water and I'll only drink on like birthdays. And you know, you can give yourself better... not restrictions, but I guess better limitations on what it is you're doing. And it's more likely to be sustainable. And the same goes for investing. If you try and save and invest too much of your paycheck, and you leave yourself in a shitty position with not too much to spend, let me tell you what, you're probably going to dip into your savings. And that's going to make you feel shit. So make sure that you are being realistic with yourself, and that it actually works for you. Okay, number two, you want to have a think about what your long term goals are. Now, if you know me, you know, I love talking about goals. I love a goal. Uh, What are you personally invested in? Why are you investing? What are your goals? What are you working towards? This emotional connection to money and growing your money and delayed gratification is really important because it's what you need to stay motivated to actually put it aside. Now, for me, the reason why I invest is, yes, I want to retain the buying power of my money to beat inflation, but I want the freedom to work as and when I want. I love my job. I love what I do, but I still want the freedom to make a choice. I don't want to be beholden to the money because as we all know, that's pretty stressful. So this really requires me to think long-term and it could take like... 20, 25 years for me to get there, but I know what I'm working towards. And I'm finding the balance between enjoying my money in the now and sacrificing things for the long term. And I'm finding that balance that works for me. I don't really like to use the word balance. I like to use the word harmony because it's not always going to be an exact split, but you get the picture. Now, for me, I know that investing is a long-term game. I understand how compound interest works. And I know that to make compound interest, to get the most out of that, you have to be investing for a long time. I'm literally talking like 10, 15, 20 years. Now, I have another um, episode on all of this it's in the pension series but you want to basically break down how much you need to retire on and you can use the 4% rule so basically this means you can withdraw 4% of your overall investment to live off of every single year and not run out of money so for example if you need to live off of a 50,000 pound a year salary then you would need about 1.25 million pounds in your investment account so that would need to be the total value of your investments across all the things you know pensions property um stock market, et cetera, however you invest. Now, in my instance, for that case, if I was just investing in the stock market, I would need to invest about £800 a month every single month with an annual return of 8% to get to £1.25 million in 30 years. So if that was my goal. So it just sort of gives you a bit of an idea. It kind of helps you work backwards. And you can do this by using a compound interest calculator, which I can link in the show notes. But basically what I'm getting at is you need to think, what is my long-term game and why am I doing it? And then what does that look like right now? So really me knowing what I want for my life in the future, I'm able to work backwards. And that helps me understand what I could be investing now to get to where I need to be. But if I didn't have a strong emotional tie to it, I didn't really think about it, then you don't really know. So it's just about doing, doing, sitting down and looking at it basically. And it doesn't have to have and require loads of maths and numbers. It's just a little bit. But I also have um, a, go and listen to the pension series. And I think that that will really help. Number three is you need to have a baseline of investing, but then you need to basically find more money to invest. So pick an amount that you can comfortably afford to invest each month, for example, £100 a month, and then make an effort to bring more money in specifically for investing. Now, key thing here, this is not about monetizing all of your habits. This is not about trying to make money every single second of every single day. But it's, a, and it, you know, it's not about capitalizing on everything that you do for fun. However, it is about being smart. Look at my little hand. If anybody is watching the YouTube video, I keep doing this funny little thing with my hand. Um, but it's about being smart and utilizing your skills to make more money so that you can get your money working for you. And there's a book that I read called The Richest Man in Babylon, which is amazing. I highly recommend anybody reading it. It's a total banger. But it basically explains the concepts of personal finance through like ye olde English. Um, So it can be like a little bit of a tough one to get your head around. But when you get into it, you'll totally get it. But it's so fucking clever. And it is like a total personal finance Bible. And they talk about making your gold, that's what they call it, but your money work for you. Your money, you can put your money to work And it is not going to ask for sick pay It is not going to ask for maternity pay It is not going to ask for a day off Like It's not like, excuse me, I need a mental health day Which by the way All of those things are absolutely important for humans. But your money doesn't need that, right? And if you spend everything that you always get, you will always be swapping your time for money, no matter what. But if you can take some of that money and make that money grow for you behind the scenes whilst you're going to work, over time, your money starts to do more work than you do. Your money is doing the hard work and you can take a step back beautiful thing. It is beautiful. But finding more money to then invest can be amazing. This honestly can show up in so many different ways. If you're a nine to fiver, don't think that the only way that you can make money is through your job. There are so many other ways you can make money. You can do, you can sell your skills, you can sell your services, you know, you can set up a side hustle, you could monetize your side hustle, you could sell stuff in your house. There are so many different ways to bring in money. You could even manifest like a tax rebate, or you could make a small change to the way that you shop and invest that extra money. So many different ways. But if you can find more ways to invest, when it comes to the question of how much should I be investing, as long as you have your baseline, anything over and above that is extra, it's a bonus. So they, that is essentially the answer to the question of how much I should be investing. It was a little bit of a politician's answer because I kind of skirted around the question. But the key thing here is because there's not a should, it's how much would you like to be investing and what is your investments doing for you and why do you want to be investing? And really sitting down and asking yourself those questions and working backwards is going to be so helpful um, as you kind of go on this investing journey. So I hope you found that session a session episode useful and please do share it with anybody who you think will need to hear it and please always slide into my dms if you have any questions because i'm always i'm all ears have a lovely week and i will speak to you next